Hello, ladies. Hello. Hey. We're back, and we're back. Marv is back. She called and said, "Let's put the band together." <laughs> Although we're missing Junji today. I Junji's know. Young. Where is he? Kind of impromptu. We yeah. get you next week, Junji. Well, it wouldn't be a proper show without saying welcome to Drinky. Drinky. Drinky time. All right. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> We've got Kim Gogui on. I'm a pro. Yeah, she's she's back in the studio, in the stadio, with some wine. Wine today. California, to be exact. Oh, what part of California? We got Napa and Santa Barbara in front of us. Hmm. I like Napa I love stuff. California wine. I love California in general. Me too. <laughs> Except That's why I live the there. Padres. <laughs> Are we going to get into that? Did they win? Yeah. They went further than the Dodgers oh, this year. Ouch. 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 <laughs> you had to bring that shit Totally up. not my sport, but <laughs> at least well, I know it's baseball. Yeah, that's good. Some people don't even know that, right? Yeah. Well, let's, let's start with you, Marv. Where have you been? Where have you been hiding? Well, I have been in California since April. This is going to be my third time to say goodbye to friends when I leave again no. this trip. We're so done with her. <laughs> I know, right? Going and go her away, go away party. <laughs> um, enjoying California. I've been, uh, you know, I came back to uh, Guam to do my last craft beer fest. Yeah. Last craft weekend. beer and whiskey, girl. Craft don't forget beer the best and part. Fest. Man, look, I already forgot because I don't work there. <laughs> Um, bittersweet, uh, you know, to kind of just be in the background and let uh, mm-hmm. my protege uh, protege yeah. take the lead. Um, and it was good to see all the vendors and kind of put that back together since right. it was my baby. Yeah, six, this was it was, our, it was fun. Our sixth one, yeah, it was a so. fun, exhausting event. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. IBD comes with it all. <laughs> I mean, they have like five, six booths when when they come <laughs> join us, and you know, and I flex on that yeah. all the time. And they yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of work, and we appreciate all the vendors that come out for this because you know we we provide the the venue and the right. people, and they bring all their samples, and we really couldn't do it without the vendors. So yeah. well, we really I, I missed it. it by a day, I think, because I was. I know. I kept telling in. you. Yeah, we had some pretty great whiskeys mm. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, you missed out. I missed out. Next year. Yeah, again. Unless we'll see. The, I'm just going to come as like a guest customer. You know, unless they fuck it up. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. By Let's the way, hope not. Your protege was very sweet. So I got to catch you up on something. So I was at the Deuce It, just totally random, happy hour day. I'm going to meet a couple people and I. You know, I was getting into that lobby, and they're like, oh, are you here for the VIP party? I go. <laughs> Is that what they called it? Yeah. I go, VIP party? It was a Jackson, fa- a soiree, yeah. I can't even say it, but it was an, an evening with Jackson Family Wines. Oh, okay. Because our sales director from Jackson Family Wines was actually in town, and we like to do these events where she meets and greets kind of the customers, like whether they're bars, restaurants, mm. hotels, or Retailers. retail stores. We kind of invite like our key our key customers and cause ended up showing up just <laughs> to have a little date night and you know whatever yeah. and i'm like come yeah. so yeah it us. was like my daughter had a volleyball game mm-hmm. and it wasn't my my night to have the kids so but you know i'm a good dad i go watch the volleyball game so i go and you know how in high school they they, they, they stamp your <laughs> oh, wrist i forgot about that paid <laughs> right yeah so then i get there watch the game i go oh it's still early let's go get some happy hour let's go get some drinks let's go to the deuce it we haven't been there in a while 
So we get there, and of course we get greeted by the uh, hostess. She goes, "Oh, are you here for the VIP event?" <laughs> I go, "Yes, I've paid." <laughs> That old school high school stamp. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you go to a high school game. Yes, I've paid, and she goes, "Oh yes, okay." I go, "No, I'm I'm just kidding. I'm not part of this party." And I sit down, and then I see Kim. I mm-hmm. say, "Oh, maybe I am part of this." Maybe party. I could <laughs> like, come over, have some wine. But yes. I know you. So she took care of us. She gave Aww. she gave us all access pass. <laughs> Enjoyed the red wine there, and uh, was, what was it, Kendall Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did some of their boutique brands more mm. so. I mean, because everyone knows Kendall Jackson mm-hmm. locally, but, you know, they have a lot of great brands. They have La Crema, which is one of my faves. La Crema. Um, they have an Australian brand that is organic and biodynamic called Yangera. Mm. So there's something really interesting about biodynamic wines. It's like they harvest based on the lunar cycle mm. so it's like there's no um pesticides or mm. you know nothing of that nature and it's weird like i was reading up on it and it's like they take cow manure mm. and put it in the horn of the the bull, bulls have horns right mm-hmm. yeah they put the manure inside the horn they and then they too. plant the horn <laughs> into where you're gonna plant your grapes or whatever. So it's just further um, dynamizing, Mm -hmm. I think that's what the guy said. So further enriching the soil and making it more, and this has been around for a year, like I've never heard centuries. Yeah, but I guess it's making a comeback now with, you know, people wanting organic wine, wanting biodynamic wine, wanting vegan wine. Like I just learned that um, our mascot, we have, a Moscato and a pink Moscato that's vegan because when they filter the wine, sometimes they use like fish scales or milk mm. or, you know, something like it's whatever the winemaker something wants touches, to Something touches, something, some animal some, part, some byproduct, animal byproduct or right, something. Right, so it's like you can't say, because you're like, wine's made from grapes. Like, mm-hmm. right. how's it not vegan? But in the process, they like filter it through mm. like animal by i don't even know like it's a whole process they're really picky vegans yeah so we have really we have vegan moscato right well you know the other day i was eating at uh, a fine establishment we don't have to say where Mm -hmm. but this guy went all off on this vegan stuff right like the customer they get really like like, yeah crazy about like oh do you have this in there do you have that in there yeah and then finally he orders all this stuff right and he goes oh and by the way i have a dr pepper (laughs) (laughs) what like, did you check if that Dr. Pepper have any animal byproducts yeah. in there, buddy? And 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 horns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Cockroach. So what do we have? The what do we have here, Cammy? What, what did you bring so, us? So um, I don't know if you're familiar with the brand called Miomi. I am not, so I'm so going to be Miomi educated. Miomi is today. probably the top Pinot My on island. On um, it's is a right? very approachable Pinot Noir. It. It has a bit of a sweet finish and it, it's kind of, it caters to the local palate, you know, mm. cause we do love our sweets. So Joe Wagner and um, I mean, he comes from generations of winemaking. Um, right. His family is Wagner family of wines and their pinnacle is Camus, which is a beautiful wine, um, super expensive, whatever. So he kind of branched out, did his own thing. A little winery called me or a little brand called Miomi. Best Pinot mm. um, to, to several people on island. Mm. He sold that for $300 million. Oh. 
I mean, and it's man got paid. Yeah. So then he then I mean he's had several different wine labels. Um, Bell Gloss was something. It has the wax top, mm-hmm. quilt, and, and just the the names he gives his wineries. I mean, I I didn't I don't really know what he brought gave Naomi that name, but like quilt wines were was named after like the patchwork vineyards in Napa. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a quilt. Bell Gloss is named after his grandmother. Um, wait, I wrote it down. It is named after his grandma, Lorna Bell Gloss Wagner. So he named a winery after his grandmother. I mean, That's his family is Canis. So um, this is kind of his stuff um, from Napa Valley and Santa Barbara. So we right. have a Chardonnay and a Cab Sauv from Napa. And then we have a Pinot from Santa Barbara. Well, I'm excited to try the Cab because I'm... I'm a cab guy. I'm a okay. Malbec guy. Ooh, Pinot, I fell, I fell out of love with Pinot a few years ago for whatever reason. Maybe I had a bad batch. No, I feel like Pinots, you, you grow from Pinots. Yeah, so it's, yeah. The light, it's the beginner red. Yeah, mm. it's very much. Maybe, maybe that's why. It's, I, it's a lot lighter. If you like cab, cabs are heavier on heavier. the Malbec, I, mean, I like Malbecs yeah. now. I'm a big Malbec so guy. So Pinot is, uh, you know, I like I like a Pinot right. because yeah. um, I mean because of the climate on Guam, I feel like if I drink red wine and I'm outside, I am right. just hot and sweating and I can't do it. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's because it sounds too much like Pinos. <laughs> Pinot. <laughs> I mean, Pinosua. You are not wrong. Would you like? And some? then people can't pronounce it. <laughs> so I really, I, I really. <laughs> Feel like you f- you didn't fall out of love of Pinots, but you grew I out just, of I it. Yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Because there's there's diehard Pinot drinkers mm-hmm. who like they just end there and because I'm and a then white I'm a white wine cab mm-hmm. drinkers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean Pinot. It's weird. Like if you're a Chardonnay drinker, what I've noticed is Pinot's probably the red for you. Yeah. If you're a cab sauv drinker, not really a white wine drinker, sauv blancs are the whites for you. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean. Well, that's why we're here to learn. Yeah. We're here to learn from the best. Okay, what do we got first? So this is the Na- quilt um, Napa Valley Chardonnay. It is a beautiful Chardonnay. I, I actually have never tried it. We just brought these wines in, so I right. wanted to kind of, all of us to be guinea pigs here. Nice. Um, I, like I will guinea be a guinea pig for any Any white <laughs> I'm there. So, you know, in, in wine tasting cause, I mean, I don't know if you've ever gone to any wine tasting. Yep. I'm pretty sure you have, but you know, there's the five C's. I mean, five S's, sorry. The five C's is at the nightclub down the, <laughs> down the street. Do you know what the S's are? <laughs> well, go ahead. Give it, give it to us. <laughs> so there's C. C. So you look at the color. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. Chardonnays can be um, golden or yellowy or whatever. Right. Um, this one is a pale straw yellow with golden hues. Mm-hmm. So it's a little it bit. It sure is. It's a, and then you um, swirl a swirl neck. Swirl. I forget Smell. the order. Swirl. Spit. Spit. <laughs> right. Wait. See, swirl, smell, sip. Sip, wait, what's the last S? Spit. No, it's oh. not one of them. Savor. Savor. Oh, savor. savor. Then spit. Yeah. But I, I, I think, I, I think the savor one. I, I think the savor one. It just kind of depends on who you're tasting with, mm-hmm. because it, it can be, it can be spit, mm-hmm. or it can just be four S's. So we saw it. Did we right. swirl it? Mm-hmm. 
It's Do nice. We smell it. It's not as heavy as. So what's the aromatic? Some crisp apple. And you can still look For at the sure. legs on these. Meyer the, lemon. Even with plastic. You smell that? I see Meyer lemon. But mm, but yeah. wine is so subjective. Mm -hmm. Like if you've never smelled a Meyer lemon, then you'll never get the reference. Right. If you never smelled like tobacco or dark right. chocolate, mm -hmm. and they say, oh, do you smell that dark chocolate? You'll never get the reference, you mm -hmm. know? So it's really like, what do you smell? Right. So a lot of times in wine tasting, before we actually say what's on the tasting notes or what have you, it's like, we ask, like, what do you smell? Granny Smith apple. <laughs> yep. Yeah, kind of a pearish apple, mm -hmm. like Asian, a soury. Do you smell Asian pearl? Yeah. Pe pear? Yeah. Pearl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, we we swirled, we smelled, we sip. It's actually nice. It's a lighter Chardonnay for me. I mean, yeah. I was kind of like starting to drink more Sauvignon Blanc because mm. the Chardonnays were too woody, too too oaky, oaky yeah. too you know. And again, for Guam climate, I just want a lighter wine. Well, I'll be honest with you, ladies. I don't usually like white. White. I my cook with it, mm -hmm. make like vongoli and stuff, but mm -hmm. something in in it gives me sinuses, right? So it's not a taste issue. It's more mm -hmm. like a reaction issue. But mm -hmm. um, I've never heard anyone have a non-affinity, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. to whites, because usually they'll say like the tannins in the reds. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm yeah. allergic to or whatever, right. but. This is a light it Chardonnay. Is. But this, yeah, this it's is a enjoyable. Light Chardonnay. I like it. So the food pairing on this is mm -hmm. fish right. and chicken, typical. Mahi-mahi, mm -hmm. mahi, maybe mahi. some pineapple, scallops with a butternut squash puree, roasted chicken. You hear that, vegans? If we had that's more you, if we had more time, we were supposed to like have Capital Kitchen prepare <laughs> some stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just had our wonderful trunk or treat. I can cancel with Simon if you like. <laughs> we are a little tired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, it was a fun I'm event. just trying to get everybody in here before I leave. So mm -hmm. we've been talking about this wine uh, episode for a while. So yeah. we need to get since, him in here. Since before you left. Mm -hmm. Since right. our last podcast together. Yeah, we just had but, too much fun. Kim's like, we have to wait for Marv. I, said, I, I okay. cannot with my without my girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have to fly to San Diego. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please visit. So me. Yes, yesterday was Halloween. Mm -hmm. Did you did you guys do anything? I know you're an empty nester, Marv. But Kim, mm. you have young kids still, no? I have a, a son. He's a son, ten. Yeah. So we um we own Capital Kitchen mm -hmm. and we had a trunk or treat there. Mm. Um my son was actually Godzilla. Nice. But it was outdoors. He was so hot. He took it off and his hair was drenched. And it's one of those blow up um costumes. Yeah. So, you know, mm. there's a little fan oh, going yeah, on yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. But that was not enough. Like yeah. it was a very Guam's tough for the hot costumes. <laughs> So, I know. So where did you guys trick or treat? Just oh, just at Capital Kitchen. We oh, had okay. a trunk or treat. Oh, okay, okay. And I and think I saw like giant uh, yeah. displays mm -hmm. outside. That was kind of cool. I it have to still check out the Capital Kitchen. Yeah. yeah. You know. when, what's the schedule there? They're just closed on Monday and then Sundays they just do brunch. Mm, okay. And then what? Lunch and dinner usually? Lunch and dinner, yeah. What's the specialty <clears throat> over there? Is it like local what fusion. isn't the specialty over there i mean <laughs> i haven't gone yet either oh when are oh, we gonna go we should all go together yeah let's go do dinner yeah i you know what 
Anna's keeping me hostage. I was supposed to be here. <laughs> I was supposed to leave like on the 7th, yeah. 8th. And then she's like, now, whatever, I'm in the Philippines, blah, blah, blah. And then it became like the 10th. And then it became the 12th. And then now it's like the 15th. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be here all the way to the 15th? Yeah. Oh, so nice. I'm like, excuse me, you are the um, bestie of Miss Van Cedar. So, I, yeah, so she's holding me hostage, I think. And my family in the States, like my baby and my husband and my mom, they're like, when are you coming back? Your daughter. Oh, you, you came back solo. You didn't come with Mike. No, oh, no, I, I came to, to work and then, you know, finish off some stuff and visit wink, with wink. Bianca and like, see friends you know and just yeah. hang out because literally i don't have a life in california i am <laughs> babysitting that is such bs um if you follow her on instagram yeah. raider game she oh, yeah. clearly forgot, is living her best life yeah, out all the time as okay. a what, what, okay. is, what is your granddaughter call you gamma gamma, gamma. and you know her husband is yeah it is Let's nice. just live our best life, We're honey. We're actually really enjoying California. I feel like you're like in a good, like, w- the station in your life that everyone aspires to because mm-hmm. you you can live your best life and be comfortable. You're not struggling or mm-hmm. whatever. So I feel like you're in a good place, even though we hate the fact that you're not here. Yeah, I know. The only time but. you struggle is the next morning, right? You're like, oh. <laughs> I had that last drink. Actually, no. I don't even start babysitting until like 9, 10 o'clock, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. And all the alcohol is so cheap there. Like, everything. <laughs> it it's just, you know, you know, I could drink Because everything is everything. like trucked over. Like, I know, nothing I know. is on a it's, boat. Yeah, folks. It's there just, is no It takes gas. a lot to get get the, the spirits here. There's Wine no gas surcharge here. that we see constantly yeah. whenever we bring items in but but can't complain about the weather ever (laughs) um we i mean we don't miss guam but we miss our people our people yeah yeah guam's just like it was never like home to me when i first moved here and i didn't like it and then 30 (laughs) years later i just couldn't leave and everybody was family yeah (laughs) i've heard bits and pieces of her first time when she first moved here and it just cracks me up at where where she was then and where she is now yeah i will pick up a mango off the fruit and eat it without washing it sure i'll do Right. Well, obviously, her turning point to positive uh, pathway was meeting me. Everything was to do everything was drinky, sunny. drinky time. Yeah, everything yeah. was sunny roses after that. Right. So, yeah. this I, I enjoyed this, and um, it's easy. And, and it's you, very easy. Where can you pick this up other than Circle K? Obviously, is um, it we're just gonna say Circle K for yeah. now. No, um, sorry, Mark. We're gonna do a little shameless pug. Um, we're doing our annual wine cellar sale on November nineteenth at two locations payless mighty and payless oka mm. and we'll have some sampling there as well so i don't work for circle king yeah. anymore <laughs> so i'm gonna do a little <laughs> shameless plug there, there. there we're just here as friends today yeah. we can expand friends the universe today. of retail right yeah. yeah no but you can't miss i mean i even go to the payless sale yeah it's incredible i i go to the payless cell not to work but to buy yeah you stock up for the holidays i mean not only to work but yeah it's definitely um i mean people buy by the cases we have Mm. our staff there to help you load up your cards bring it out to your cart whatever you need and then we do giveaway ridiculous actually yeah so Mm. we we Mm. both um island beverage and uh payless we both take a really deep cut on our margins just to like you know 
I mean, everything's going up now, but we want to make sure you guys have your wines for the holidays. Well, which is good because, you know, these are nice nice products and taste good and it's yeah. more affordable mm-hmm. and it and it allows you to put up with the bad potatoes and Brussels sprouts <laughs> that you have to go through. <laughs> Everybody has to bring their specialty to Thanksgiving. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going through the vegetable aisles yesterday. I'm like, oh, God. what the fuck? Exactly. Sorry, Payless, but I just came from California and it's just, I'm, I'm like not feeling yeah. the, the veggie. Are like, Brussels sprouts they, supposed to be brown already? No, no, the celery, like, you know, you uh, use a lot of celery for Thanksgiving, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like for it's, your in, it's in everything. So, like, it was almost, I want to say, like, four bucks a pound for celery. And it was rotten. Yeah. I was peeling the, and gra- just getting the stalks that I wanted in right. my bag. I, I, mean, I, I know that's a no-no. Don't do that. But I, I think that's, <laughs> well, I think Payless needs to do this and every grocery needs to do this. They get the produce and they should... They should vet it, you know, and they should yeah. take out the things that are not no longer like pleasant. Yeah, it's okay. We'll I think they do. That. I think me. I, I I've seen that really? uh, a couple it's times. Just it's what just what they have because right the now ginger root I bought arriving. last time had legs. I mean, it started walking away. No, it was like limp dick <laughs> ginger. That's what I got last week. I was trying to make some tanola, and my ginger was like. <laughs> I think too much though, whiskey. Like, I have to say, the produce game on Guam is really rough right now, it just is. because of the logistics issues. Like, like right. we have um, just sits in the container. So we have one particular um, container of liquor mm-hmm. that has been stuck in um, some state. There's like 1,300 containers that are stuck at this rail station or something, right? Because it's just not getting railed out and. Los Angeles. No, it's no. not even at in California no. yet because it no, comes yeah. from it comes from you know Kentucky. Mm. So it's just, I mean, we're dying for the the particular product that's on that container, and it's like no one had like there's there's something going on at that particular station. Well, thank God Jack Daniels is back on the shelves. Yeah. Yes, I finally stocked up. Jack Daniels is just it's an interesting brand. Like they. It's like faster famine, feaster famine. Sorry, yeah. faster famine. That was fast and furious. <laughs> hey. No you more know? Chardonnay for her. <laughs> it's um like our orders were pushed back because you right. know I mean we're little Guam. Yeah. Sometimes we're not the priority, the but but we must yeah. be like the highest per capita consumers of Jack. I don't think so. No. I mean, I Cod think. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe your yeah. one household. Could that. be. <laughs> By the way, thank you, Marv, for bringing me Jack Daniels Bonded, yeah. one hundred oh, proof. Nice. Good for your tummy. We are waiting for our allocation of that. Yeah. I brought a little. Aww. It'll be a of, of course she did. Of course she did. Well, hey, I only bring what you guys don't have. Of well, course Cam, she did. We know, got Basil Hayden back though. I know, so yeah. I didn't bring any. Yeah. You know, I'm. You know, whenever you have the new. New lines. I'm your ambassador. Bring it here first. I think we're just trying right now to have consistent stock of the current lines at this point. It's tough. I I, I feel for the vendors and I feel for the customers that haven't had their like crown. I feel like crown has just been. I'm not disappointed at that at all. Yeah, I have no issue with that. It's been missing. And then you go to the (laughs) States to go to Costco and there are like huge displays in Costco of the, you know, the handle. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like they got two for one. Yeah, and it's like twenty nine dollars. I'm like, that is insane. Yeah, insane. And I feel bad because Guam is not getting their allocation. Yeah, 
All right. It's, it's, well, it's kind of rough. Let's let's get away from the depressing stuff <laughs> and get to the wine. What what do we have next? Okay, so we have this interesting Pinot from Belgloss, and the thing I I think is just so cute about Belgloss is they they cover their wine bottles with a wax seal, and I mean makers markish. That's Very right, much, yeah. and you know, uh, Joe Wagner again. I'm going to bring him up. He has this interesting TikTok where people will send him um, comments on how to wax seal the bottles and he'll do it like he's just a very um forward-thinking guy i mean you can see it's prevalent in his miomi line mm-hmm. that he was able i mean he i think he was in his 20s when he sold that like he's not wow he's not an old guy Is he married he's married with six kids oh, shit. That's, that's in his body. all the good not ones. that i was looking hon i'm just like all the good he lives ones in napa valley has six children and maintains a healthy balance between his family life and this is on the website <laughs> and passionate dedication for the business but he just um his approach to wine is interesting and i find that when you find a wine that you particularly like you kind of want to know who the winemaker is to see right. if there's other labels they do mm-hmm. Um, so Joe Wagner has several different labels. Um, another good one is Chris Carpenter, and he does La Coya. Mm-hmm. He does this Australian brand called Hickenbotham, like his wines. He does not have a grape, he doesn't have a picking season, for lack of a better word. He lets the grapes tell him when they're ready to pick. Ready to so go. he really does the science behind it. So there's a lot of like old school methods and new school methods, and it's just interesting. But we can start with the Pinot. Pinot. So this Pinot is the like Bell Glass. Pinot Noir. So this is the Clarkins Telephone Pinot. And I always wondered, Bell Glass has interesting names for their Pinots. I was going to say, what, that's kind so of an interesting it's, name. Um, they do single vineyard Pinots, right? So all the grapes are from the same vineyard. Um, this one is called Clarkins Telephone. And it's called Clarkins Telephone because the vineyard is located near the corner of Clark Avenue and Telephone Road ah. in Santa, Santa Maria Valley, which is Santa Barbara. He has a Dairyman Pinot, and it's named that because... It's, it used to be a dairy farm. Nice. So very, very. I'm familiar with Santa Maria. Yeah. My, um, my in-laws and husband, they live in Lompoc. There's some Chamorros in jail Santa at that Barbara. penitentiary in Lompoc. <laughs> Relatives of yours? I'm sure there's also some Mexicans, <laughs> some That's just what um, I heard. Irish. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> It's a but pretty you, big penitentiary. Like, what, like uh, there are other the races there. I know. I know. <laughs> There's a. Um, mm. You actually drive up there and you see them picking fruit and stuff on the highway. Oh, well, I definitely doubt not they the, pick this. No, fruit. no, not this one. Like it's more like cotton and stuff. Oh. <laughs> definitely not grapes. Our grapes are sophisticated. Did you just say picking cotton? <laughs> yeah. Jamie, make, make sure we get rid of that. <laughs> yes, sir. I thought it was Jaime today. Jaime, Jaime. <laughs> Just joking. So, see, let's see this let's see Pinot, Clark and Telephone. It's dark ruby in color. Mm-hmm. And then what do you smell? Do you smell... Oh, shit. Do you smell... <laughs> I totally spilled it while I was trying to smell oh, yeah. Do you smell um, dark chocolate, mm-hmm. vanilla bean, Dark berries. Berries for sure. Oh, this yeah. one's an interesting but I do one. Smell chocolate too. Succulent peach cobbler. Oh, you smell that? You know, I didn't. I didn't smell the chocolate till you said it. But yeah, that's like the, that's what I'm saying. Wine is so subjective. It smells like raspberry chocolate. So you know, Kelly 
and her mom have this thing they do because they both enjoy wine and so they'll drink it and they'll go off on the uh, what's in it you know mm-hmm. what's the uh, description the tasting of notes tasting notes and then um, then they'll write it down and then when it's been confirmed and written they'll actually check it to see who has the most oh, um, that's correct fun. yeah and whoever loses has to pay <laughs> no, <laughs> buy the next kidding. bottles I'm kidding. yeah <laughs> but but that's that's kind of a neat game that's a neat bar I game smell the dark berries Right, I, you know, I mean, I know grapes and raisins, but you know how raisins have a distinct smell, mm-hmm. uh, like a raisin, like a raisinette. Maybe that's yeah, the chocolate. Yeah, the chocolate the, with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Pinots though have more of a chocolate vibe of the um, other um, popular reds. Mm-hmm. See, that's um, nice. Is that just too light for you? Um, you know, it's it's really sweet. Like uh-huh. to me, like um, Pinot's has, Pinot is like port light. Yeah, you know what I mean. But mm. it's very smooth. But you it's, know, it's, a great, it's a great starter. Pinots though. are yeah. tricky though. There are some Pinots that, as or, you described, it very light. Yeah. And then there's some Pinots that can hold its own against a a steak. Like mm-hmm. La Crema has their Willamette Valley, which mm-hmm. is in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Their Willamette Valley Pinot can hold its own against the steak. I mean, some can't. Right. You know, right. some it's you like know, Willamette pork pork chops. Yeah. You know, something. for those that don't know, that's in the up in Portland, right? Yeah, in Portland or, or Oregon. I like Oregon, say. I think it starts in Portland, yeah. but it goes further down. Yeah, like the Central Coast for. for the interesting Oregon. thing about um, Oregon wines, though, is that the longitude is akin to um, Burgundy, so that's why there's a lot mm-hmm. of Pinots that come out of there because of the longitude's long, mm-hmm. yeah. the longitude of it. So it's on the same key or something along there's those so lines. So much to know about wine, people. Yeah, yeah. I just did a trip in it's August like yeah. to um, California and we did Sonoma and Napa. And forever I thought I was a Napa Valley wine girl, but Sonoma don't play. Like <laughs> Gibson, if you like Napa Valley, try some Sonoma cabs. Like they're, it's interesting because it's like, yeah. It's the fog line, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean we I, can get geeky about this, yeah. or we can get like like I'm into Paso wines, Central Coast stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it's great wine up there, and um, but yeah, so like this reminds me, like I had when you think wine, you don't think Oregon, you think yeah. California all the time, or yeah. Paris or whatever, right? So first time I went to Willamette, my friend lived there, but of course I'm from Guam, so I'm like Willania. <laughs> Willamette. <laughs> or are you living in Willamette? Or they'll say w- Williamette, <laughs> but it's yeah. Willamette, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I've there's so much like even beer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good beer in coming Oregon. out of there, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I mean, I feel like even craft beer you can get as geeky as you can with oh, wine, God, yes. just like the totally. hops you put into it. Totally. And, well, beer. It's a lot and interesting. I learned recently that making beer is a lot harder than making spirits, and. Um, in, in a lot of ways. I feel like that's debatable. Yeah. Well, I guess the process is a little bit more because, you know, spirits is, it's it's just as difficult. And mm-hmm. there's there lies the reason why any alcohol is expensive. I think there's a this, long, difficult process of I guess making this stuff. I guess in like the processes, yeah, maybe beer has a bit more processes, but mm-hmm. I think like particularly whiskey, there's like the long game with whiskey because it's how right. how long you age, age it in those yeah. barrels, and it, you know, I mean. Well, that's the thing with whiskey, right? Sometimes you will 
uh, you will age it, and by the you some some guys that are part of the make uh, pr- uh, production process may not even live long enough to actually enjoy know, what they right? made. Yeah, that's very you're true. You're talking twenty six years, twenty two years. Like we were offered a Glen Grant, so that's a Scotch sixty year old, wow. and it's it was age when Dennis McCallum, I want to say his last name is, he's the master distiller for Glen Grant. I guess when he started his career, he was like, let's go try aging this. So wow. I have a little like vial of it because they wanted mm. to give us some samples and we were allocated one bottle, but it was like going to be a $30,000 bottle of wow. whiskey. And it's just, you know, it's Guam. Like that's a hard sell for yeah. whiskey, you know. Yeah. But it's, what is the most expensive retail whiskey right now? Do you know? Is like it a whistle pig or is, what, what is it? Like in the world or just here? A, just not in the world. Yeah. Because I... Like oh, wow. I'm talking retail. I'm not talking like. I mean, that six-year-old was pretty expensive, but yeah. I think I think there's some like um, that are. What's McAllen. the bourbon guy? Rip that the. Rip Van, yeah, Wink- Rip Van Winkle. There's that guy. Yeah, that's there's like ten thousand. Right? Yeah, I have an old Fitzgerald that just came in. Seventeen-year-old. Of, of course you do. Of course you do. For grabs, it'll be at the Sun Plaza store for of the holidays. So if you want to get a really nice gift for someone you really love. And you love there'll be, me. There'll be an old fit 17-year-old. Yeah. Thought about sampling that, but then, no. <laughs> it's a 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be Don't a pretty Don't put Coke penny. in that, guys. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Don't put Pepsi. <laughs> well, I, there was a, you know, back in the days when I was running a bar, that was like some some young guys would come in and they go, they'll get a raw salute or something, you know, 25, 28. And they'll ask for like. Yeah, they'll do like Coke. a Shiva's Coke. and like. Dude. Understand. Well, I mean, I guess when I was in my 20s, like, I mean, I think up until I was in my mid 30s, we, I was yeah, a, we've grown out, uh, out vodka of, girl. <laughs> yeah, we've grown out of being able to drink anything sweet anymore at our age, even coffee. Right. I mean, right. I can't even have one of those mocha whatevers yeah. anymore. I'm I, just a black guy. I just like. <laughs> That has I'm a black so girl too. I, I feel like that I'm, has so much meaning. I'm a right. black girl. We'll just leave it at that. Do an Americano. Um, <laughs> You know, I can only do one sweet cocktail if I were to have one. I mean, and then, you know. I I feel like cocktails, though, to really enjoy it, it needs to be a little bit more balanced Mm -hmm. than anything. So, like, the sex on the beaches. That's just, like, half and half. Yeah. (laughs) All those Long Island teas. How many hangovers have you had with that growing up? Bad, bad, bad I used to think I was so badass drinking a Long Island. You know, I was like, oh, I'll have a Long Island, like, in front of all the guys you know, you know, at the clubs. So, <laughs> I'll take a Long Island. So so you remember our last episode together, and uh-huh. we were bringing the uh, Aperol, what's it? The Aperol. Spr- Aperol, Aperol Spritz, right? Well, I had somebody come over and go, hey, I listened to that episode, and that's what I drink now. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I mean, an Aperol Love. Spritz is great on a hot day when you're sitting by the pool i mean maybe they haven't had it made right for them the ones that don't like it because i've heard people say "Ooh, that's gross it tastes like medicine so they didn't mix it right yeah they didn't make it right. and i think that's like some okay so i was everything i was just recently in vegas for for work and the thing about vegas is unless you're a gambler or you're into you know musicals and shows there's going to be lulls in between the next conference day and whatever, right. right? So what do you do? You end up drinking. Drinking and gambling. You drink, you day drink. And that's all you got to do. And I was like, mm, I don't feel like a wine. Bloody Mary's too filling. 
whiskey's too strong, right? I mean, you know, it's like 11 a.m., right? And you're, like, mule. and you're like, oh, beer. American. American meal. Has to be with Tito's. Oh, and just so yeah, we don't like <laughs> that's, that's where the, the spritz and all these sort of light yeah. cocked highballs, you know, like. Yeah. I love a highball. That's, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how much this Marvel likes is. a highball. At craft beer and whiskey. Yeah. That's I just like. I, she brought some sparkly. Club, club soda or was it sparkling yeah. water? I mean, you can make club a highball soda. with either. But. I guess but I yeah, didn't brief my team that Marvell can order a highball. Yeah. So she goes up to our bar and she's like, can I have a highball? And they're like, oh, we don't have, we're not I'm doing like, mixes. Yes, you do. And then she's like, not even for Marvell? And I'm like, oh my God. And then they opened the cabinet and they saw the, the um, sparkling water and they're like, oh yeah, we can make it. I know. <laughs> I but got yeah. the power. I mean, there's certain. <laughs> I'm there's a no one in California. <laughs> I'm a no one. <laughs> I'm a name on Guam. I'm a number in California. <laughs> so this, getting back to this Pinot, it's it's actually nice. It's a. It's very structured. The finish, yep. like it doesn't like have a lingering it. finish. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. it's, it, it gives you all that it has to give you yes. in your sip. It doesn't. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, and I. Vanessa I, quilt. Quill. No, 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 this is Bell Glass. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, the quilt was a Chardonnay, yeah. So Whatever. Th- this is the All Clark and Telephone, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you could you could definitely have, like, fish or crab or mm-hmm. clams with this. Costa? Definitely the white meats, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what is this called again? It's called... Pizza, Bell Glass, Pinot. You should have this at Capriciosa. That's it. <laughs> Bella Glow. I feel like the Capriciosa wine clientele... <laughs> And there's no dig on it, but it's the sweet wine. The, the, what do you drink that with? I mean, I the think it's just that's what they've always carried. I, I, I think it can it can do some. That's it, why I don't drink a Capriccio. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know what? I, <laughs> yeah. I barely. I, I mean, I, I might have I, a Heineken or right. I will. Or whatever I will have beer a beer they beer have too, there. But like, I sometimes I want to have wine and like good yeah. wine. Let's change it. But it's it's hard to drink. That is a work in progress that we have been working on really? for. Well, I know people. Yeah. I still know people. I mean, people. I think they carry Miomi. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think they, they carry Miomi at they? certain locations, but I think, I I personally think that, you know, they do po- they do their pastas. Their pastas are so unique and they do it mm-hmm. well. And I think that's their focus. So if you have a restaurant that doesn't really have an alcohol focus, then their alcohol sales right. are going to show it. But if you have a restaurant that has both an alcohol and food focus, then of course Which they should all do that now. Yeah. I mean, well, everybody yeah. on Pairing, Guam, right? I feel like, okay, I've been in this alcohol game with Circle K for, you know, over 20 years. When I first started at Circle K, we didn't even have alcohol. I mean, we had beer. You guys weren't committed to the we, category no, the way you are now. we didn't have wine at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was like, it all st- And we've seen our customer grow. We've seen mm-hmm. our customer go from Moscato Moscato, Moscato, Moscato. Oh and we've been, you know, we've don't even Moscato. get me started we've been with Moscato. Meetings with you yeah. know our vendors like IBD, and and we've seen the change in what mm-hmm. the, our customer is now looking for. Our, if I feel like our customer has been with us all these years, mm-hmm. and they have grown to be the red wine drinker. It went from Moscato to Chardonnays, and now. You know, cabs are like. That's very true. I mean, when I was in my twenties, all my girlfriends were drinking Moscato, right? right. And yeah. I, I never it's liked Moscato, but I, mean, I that, was drinking Robert Mondavi Riesling. Like yeah. that was my wine. I taught my girls how to drink Riesling. No. Also, Moscato. You, you did. I did. They didn't start with that. Zippendale. 
uh, a white zen because yeah. a, a regular farm. zen is a, <laughs> what's the other what's oh you the, went back to high school oh, yes, boone's farm what's middle school what's, boone's farm yeah what's the other girly uh wine uh arbor mist yes arbor mist yes, yes. for sure yeah so those are the stuff that was selling like hotcakes at at brutus and yeah because like, the girls would like to just but I feel like you know. we have sophisticated drinkers now on Guam that have grown. For sure. So grown. I saw sure. I saw this um, this quote that said the millennials love charcuterie and wine <laughs> because they grew up on Lunchables <laughs> and juice boxes, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. so true. So so that just shows you the um, how you progress mm-hmm. in life. I mean, yeah, you know, everybody's a creature of comfort, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, that it just cracked me up. I was like, because they were true, the. Though. It's true. Yeah. I, I'm still, I'm still like scratching my head about that vegan wine <laughs> that you brought up. It's like, dude, that's just no. I that's mean, just too far. I know. That's just too far. Like, this I mean, there's great. also something called natural wine that I don't. Like, do vegans wear leather belts? I mean, I think there's some diehard vegans out there that really like remain true to the cause, and then right. there's people that appreciate the effort and will make their own effort but there's certain luxuries in life that they just Mm. aren't able to give up right you know so it's like you're quasi vegan or you know i mean i think that's interesting like it's just something we added to our portfolio that was offered to us so so does that sell well or is is that just sort of a novelty uh, well it's it's the moscato sell well on its own it's it's really like a price point thing Mm. with moscatos because You're That's not, entry level, You're right? not expecting right. a, you know, Napa Valley Moscato. Like, mm-hmm. a Moscato is a particular grape. It's sweet, you know, right. and whatever. So I think the price point is more the issue. Like, we have a great... Um, sparkling moscato that's an italian moscato that i mean people love it but it doesn't move as quickly as the low the value ones because of the price point because you know you're going to drink it with your girlfriends and you're probably going to have like two or three bottles among yeah i I tell my mom you might as well just drink seven up Mm -hmm. so this pinot is like a good happy hour starter it's a nice one it's an expensive happy hour starter but yeah yeah you level up to you know a little bit stronger drinks Mm -hmm. um uh, it's a nice lunch wine. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you that's can a drink good at lunch. lunch yes. <clears throat> Three martini lunch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think martini should be our next episode. It should. I love martinis. Wait, can we May do I? it before I go? I'll yeah. Even this martini. So let's do it. Um, <laughs> the 27th. <laughs> the day before, <laughs> right? You're going to be yeah. the day before. <laughs> but are we going to do gin martinis or vodka martinis? Let's do both. Okay, Which we have I some love great a dirty martini. So, so we have three main vodka houses mm-hmm. in our portfolio. We have Stoli, we have Sky, and then we have Tito's. Tito's. And the funniest thing is that when you blind taste those vodkas, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Tito's is such a great brand. Um, everything they stand for, it's like it's probably the it's the number one growing vodka in the recent years. But we did a blind taste test and. I just have to tell you, the minerality in Sky, I liked better mm. for a martini mm. than I do for Tito. So I feel like there's certain vodkas that work for a martini, just like there's certain gins that work for a martini. Right. I think vodka, like Tito's, is good for Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tito's is great yeah. as a mule, as yeah, a Bloody as Mary. A no, I think the or ghost, even just just on the rocks. I think yeah. the ghost tequila. For a Bloody, a Bloody Maria. Maria, yeah. Oh, I haven't had that. It's tequila. 
Yeah, no, I haven't. And had what's it. the whiskey yeah. one called? Did we do the the whiskey? Is there a whiskey Bloody Mary? There I've is? never seen one. Have you? I mean, I mean it's no, not I, out I'll of the question to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're. Like yeah. I, I didn't believe in a gin Bloody Mary, Marti, uh, Bloody Mary, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, that gin Mar. And then I tried it, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. But you know, it's interesting. Vodka and gin are so closely related. It's just a gin. And right. someone told me that gin is the first derivative of a flavored martini. I mm-hmm. mean, a flavored vodka. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just the juniper, and, yeah. and, and it it's gives just it flavor. Herby. Because yeah, otherwise, it's a little I mean, herby. You, know, you can even smell it. If you, uh, yeah, if you talk to like very, you know, cynics of, of alcohol, they're like, basically, black is all the same. Mm-hmm. It's it's branding mm-hmm. is what they'll tell you, or it's what it's made from. You know, but so I, there's like corn, potato, right, and there's grape, grape right, and so grape's those the keto one. people that are on uh, what is the it keto gluten free diets, they they yeah. do the grape, yeah, right. Well, you can also do a Tito's because Tito's is gluten free. Is it? Yeah. What's it made out of? Corn. Oh, so is my gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have Tito's at home. And Tito's is fun because they always have like these little little bags or whatever mm-hmm. trinkets that come mm-hmm. with the bottle. Do you love those? I do. It's because kinda, our merchandising team hates it. It's kind of corny, but but I like it because, you know, like the bag, the American flag bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on my golf uh, bag. Oh, I, I keep my teas in there. Nice. Yeah, you know my Tito's, my mm-hmm. teas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they had do they do an ugly sweater one every year, yeah, like a new so one. Cute. And it's so funny because you know we. It get, comes with the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's wearing an ugly sweater. Our team has to put it on. Oh. So it, like oh, the oh. 750 ml bottles slides on so easy, but you know we get so many of these sweaters. I'm like, put it on the one liter bottles too, <laughs> and it's like. Like a fat kid trying to fit. <laughs> like it's like a, the, 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 the yeah, latest Victoria's I mean, Secret posters, like, right? Kim, do we really have to put it on the one liter? And I'm like, does it does it fit? They're like, it does, but it's hard. And like, we we need the market to have these because it's fun. Like, right. um, Delisa Kloppenberg, she uses it on her. She has a Tito's tree every Christmas, and she no. hangs up her sweaters. Oh, she's she a, puts it on her L. She's a weekly. Yeah. Well, you know, I've had Brad on my sports podcast, and Delisa and I graduated the same year in, in high school. The, She's our favorite customer. The funniest thing she once told me at a wine tasting was, I like my wine the way I like my men, white. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. So every time we have like an interesting white wine, I'll like send her a message like, hey, we got this new white wine. But it's just like she is the white but wine she's girl. she's vodka girl. Vodka girl and her husband is the gin guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he likes whiskey too. Yeah. Okay, so we just did the Pinot, which is great. Like as, like you probably correctly said, I uh, sort of I evolved out of Pinot, mm-hmm. but brings back good memories. You know, <laughs> I, I'm a cap girl um, as of recently or as of several years now, yeah. but... I will pop open a bottle of La Crema Sonoma Coast Pinot and I'm just like, I fall in love with it all over again. Mm. But I feel that way about a lot of wines we carry where I'm Mm -hmm. like, I forgot how amazing this is. Because you know, you're always trying like, and the one thing about wine is that the opinion of the winemaker or the the brand, the company, it doesn't really matter. The opinion right. of your friends, exactly, it's what Who really you're gonna will, enjoy yeah, it with. If they, because a lot of my recommendations came from friends, right? Whereas, like, I give a lot of recommendations out, and then people end up loving it or hating it. But I'm like, okay, what's your palette? Like, I have a lot of people where I'm like, you, you and I know, you and I have the same palette. I'm gonna tell you what's my new favorite wine mm-hmm. right now. So. so for me, my, my personal philosophy for wine is if, you know, if it's dinner wine, 
then you want consistency, right? You're like, okay, that's my go-to. But when I buy wine to drink it for, that's the end goal, not just to have a, a, a meal accompaniment. Right, right. I like go home yeah, after work and yeah, just drink like, wine. Yeah, I just exp- I like to explore. I like to buy the cheap ones, the expensive ones, the middle. You know, just yeah. I mean, there's some really good um, value brands. There are, um, yeah. And then there's some. I mean, that's a really game. great, really great expensive. Oh, yeah, that, that's a game I play at home. Like, how cheap can we go? Mm-hmm. And then like, was it good? It was terrible, or mm-hmm. it was really wow, good and we it could was do like this every day <laughs> it was like nine bucks you <laughs> yeah know, like whoa that's your everyday wine yeah. when you find that well then of course you go back next week and they're like it's 29 dollars, and like what the fuck happened and go, oh 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 yeah somebody fucked up on the label it's, it's supposed to be 29 dollars. <laughs> it's like oh you got lucky <laughs> yeah that happened to me at foodies i was like i was i, I was passing by foodies i stopped and get a couple of wines and on the thing, it said $19. I said, no, oh, that's a good price for this. Bought it, brought it up. Any good wine under $20 is like, right? and let's it, keep buying it. And mm-hmm. then they, they then they rang it up at $25. Um, and then you showed them the tag. And I go, hey, what? Oh, we forgot to up, update the tag. Well, you, go, you have to give what? me that price. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So I complained about it and then nothing happened, but... What? Yeah. The cus- There's a label right there. They have to like, give it to you. Well, what? at Circle K, we would have given it to you for the little <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble um, by Angela. Angela's going to call me and go, what the fuck, cuz? Hi, Angela. Hi, Angela. I love her. We love you. Okay. Next. <laughs> about Lola? Oh, next that's my girl. Is, next is. Next is. What do we got? Cause's favorite. The Quilt Napa Valley Cab. Quilt, and this is you were explaining the quilt name is from the patches of the Napa. patch, but the label on this one is super cute. It's a quilt, so the vineyards are all like patches, right? Like, right. I mean, wine people get so geeky, <laughs> like, kind of cool, right? It's a nice label, it's a nice mm-hmm. looking bottle, guys. Yeah. And it's a screw cap, and like, this, this is like this is not even a sticker, this is screen printed right on the I, High quality. Strength. You probably know more about the printing side of things. You know, a lot of people do buy their non- wine based on the label. That is true. Like when we get wine samples, I'm like, I feel like if the label looks interesting and cool, I'm like, man, I hope this wine is good because right. it's like, if it's not good, then it's like it's kind of a gimmicky label. Right. Right. You know. But and I and I'm I'm so like that when I would approve things, I'm like, oh my god, I like the packaging. It's yeah. so cute, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he, he drinks that. You like 19 Crimes? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> he did the whole, um, you know, he's a geeky tech guy. So oh, he did you the did? Whole, you are. Yeah. Whole so I have to tell you guys my funny Napa Valley story. <laughs> so La Coya is probably a four to $500 bottle That's of wine. Good, good uh, it's, bottle. It's, an ama- it's up in the mountains of Napa Valley, the La Coya Mountains. So right. we... Um, on this trip I was on, we're going up the mountains and it's like this curvy road, two lane road. We're in like a 25 passenger bus. Like I'm by the window. I'm thinking we're gonna topple Mm -hmm. over whatever, right? So we kind of got lost, but then we ended up finally getting to our destination, which was this beautiful um, patch on top of the mountain where they had a picnic table. It was like almost sunset. And then you see all the the, um, vines, the vineyard, whatever, beautiful on La Coya mountain. We were in that bus for an hour and a half, okay? Because we got lost. We came down the hill. We went back up the hill. Oh, right. my gosh. I needed to pee. Yeah. 
so bad <laughs> like the bus didn't have a bathroom no it was no. a small bus but anyway so the our wine uh, educator was like yeah. okay let me check if there's portable toilets because you know they they right. truck up portable toilets whenever it's you know harvesting season right sure. you know for the workers mm-hmm. so we're driving around and there's all these like abandoned buildings because you know i mean california was farm you know like napa mm-hmm. was farm town right so there's all these abandoned buildings but you know we're like their prop their bathroom's probably dirty whatever <laughs> we didn't even try we could not find a portable toilet finally we went to this like garage looking thing that housed all like the heavy equipment mm-hmm. for harm we went behind the building one by one because there's three of us that needed to pee and we just hopped a squat oh. on La Coya Mountain. <laughs> and I was like... I, you we, added we, to the water. I know. We peed on concrete. Oh. So we, we did not, not affect the, the, wine, the, the grapes. grapes at all. <laughs> but I, That's in two years, guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> Harvesting season is about now if it hasn't already started or ended. But it, and, I and like then, this 2022. <laughs> It, it, it's very acidic <laughs> but yeah that was like and and then we went back to our area and we drank La Coya, um oh I'm sorry it wasn't La Coya Mount it was Mount Vidir my bad oh. La Coya, Mount Vidir mm. after we just peed on Mount Vidir <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's that's bragging rights right mm-hmm. I, I peed on that mountain I yeah if it's bragging rights or selling like Make it more sellable? I don't know. I used to joke with John Perez about that with Coors. Because, you know, John Perez with Topsy way in the days. Yeah. He's a client of mine. He goes, and he would just get into this whole soliloquy about the, you know, Rocky Mountains and stuff. And, of course, we're good friends, so I get, I get to kind of, you know, fuck around with him. And he's like, yeah, the Rocky Mountains, the water, the Coors Light. And I go, you know, bears pee in that water. <laughs> in the river. <laughs> Bears also like to pick grapes <laughs> because um, Verite, their vineyard, they had a short, like, they just noticed, like, one section. There was no more grapes, but they had a bear problem that year. <laughs> so. so they took all the grapes. Yeah. But, okay, so we're going to try the all cab. Right, yeah, the cab, the quilt, Napa Valley Quilt Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a screw cap. It's interesting that um, people have this affinity against screw caps. I'm starting to really like them because I can't find my wine opener like a lot of times. (laughs) I mean, there's pluses and minuses for screw caps. I think um, like corks are very, you know, traditional, whatever, but um, you can keep this better. Like the cork sometimes, you know, like if you don't finish the bottle, I know most people will just finish the bottle. Well, okay, so from a practical standpoint, if you're a wine snob, the reason to have a cork is so that you can see how it was stored. You couldn't do that with a, a twist top, right? But if you're if you're talking like collection wine, that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also. But if you, you're do, if you're talking about like what we're drinking, which yeah. is retail wine, which is everyday, everyday wine, wine, you yeah. know, special occasion wine, screw tops are the best, you know, because you just you just pop it open, right? I mean, yeah. I've had wine. I've had wine where I go, oh, and you know, we go to a trip or go to a hotel or something to celebrate. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot the wine, the wine opener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cork yeah. Cork. And then you're fucked. Apparently, I you mean, can do something with your slipper or your shoe or something. It really affects the wine as much mm-hmm. as a lot of people mm-hmm. think it does. So, I mean, I, I do want to say don't be right. turned off if you see a screw cap. Mm-hmm. It's just. 
I think it preserves the wine a little bit better because you go into cork cork taint on a wine bottle or something right. like that, and that's when the cork or the wine kind of smells like wet dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's other like um, things to look out for for cork taint, right. but the most like dominating thing is when it smells like wet dog. Well, that, and, it, like, it, and must- that's a huge turnoff to me. Yeah. you know, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> You know, I've been at restaurants where the the servers are not trained properly to open, yeah. and they end yeah. up get little cork cork mm-hmm. uh, debris in there, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, uh, and then I go, hey, there's shit in my wine, and they're like, oh, is there? And I'm like, yeah, it's right there, it's floating around. <laughs> I they just go. paid eighty five dollars for that. So um, I feel bad for servers though when like a table orders a bottle of wine, and you know, like you have to really like depending on what restaurant you're at, but you really right. have to present it, you know, like because there's a caliber people expect. But for me, I'm just like, you're fine. And then you know, they're supposed to let you taste it a bit, right. and you know, just do that whole presentation. I'm like, I already know what it tastes like. Just yeah, pour just it, pour yeah. it. Yeah. you know. I did. I did this kid a favor. He. I won't name the restaurants. Local restaurant, popular. So I ordered a bottle of wine, and uh, you know he goes through the whole spiel. But I already know the label. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Just, yeah, they like show you the yeah. label. The, the one thing he screwed up. Not. It's not his fault either. I knew he was new. Is he brought it opened? I- mm. And and he started pouring and you know doing the whole other. Ritual, right? Tasting, I go. So I stopped him. I said, "Hey, listen, I, this isn't your fault. You're just, you're not trained, mm-hmm. or it's your bar manager's fault because he, you never bring an open bottle if somebody orders, orders by the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah. I said you need to show them that you're opening it mm-hmm. fresh because I said I'm not saying you guys do it, but you know people put old wine back in a bottle or whatever, right? Like. So he's like, oh, so this was like, I want to say four or five years ago. He's now a manager at that restaurant. And every time I come in, he takes care of me, you know. Because he remembers that. Because I could have been an asshole, right? Right. I could be like, because I already know. And he learned something that day. Exactly. If if it's not from his manager, at least from me. Exactly. And and then, um, because I know what happens. If if I don't take that bottle, the server has to pay for it. Yeah. They always get the blame. So, but like it, it's it's a slippery slope because there's certain wines that um they need like if your dinner reservation's at seven right mm-hmm. and you know it's a it's a pretty pricey bottle let's say a stature or something like that like some of those really need, need to, breathe. to breathe right so like I think a practice that I, I've never seen locally but when you make a reservation I feel like the host or the manager should call you if if you're a regular customer right, right? and. It, Here's our wine list. Would you like me to open a bottle? Because, like, when I go to dinner at a nice place, I'm like, can you open that bottle, like, now? Like, right when we yeah. get seated. And I'm like, can you decant it? Because, you know, I mean, no. it's going to take... Yeah, you got to decant it. But yeah. here, here's what I would do if I was owning such a nice establishment. If you ordered a bottle, I would say, okay, we're going to open your bottle. We're going to show you open it. But we're not going to serve that right away. I'm going to give you a complimentary, a complimentary first pour from an open bottle and there you go but you've already yeah. committed to it so you but know like some really need like two hours to breathe and it's it's like no. the the more premium exactly. stuff i mean if you're opening it's like, like whiskey the, gotta, i think these three bottles that we did they're they're a little bit um higher tiered but they're not quite at that decanting level right. you know and mm-hmm. it's just it's because it's so tight in the wine and sometimes it's meant like sometimes the wine make, maker 
means for it to be bottled in that particular flavor or essence for lack of a better word right. and then it becomes the it needs to be decanted because i've tried wines that we didn't decant yeah. and it's still good it's right. it's still mm -hmm. an amazing bottle but when you decant that same mm -hmm. vintage that same type of wine right. it just brings it to a whole other level that it's like wow mm -hmm. like on my trip um this past august when we were at a, a winery in sonoma called stone street like that was probably the first time I ever had a what they call an aha moment where when I drank that wine, it was decanted properly and whatever. But when we drank it, right. I just had like chills and mm. goosebumps. It was that good of a wine. Is that what we had the other night from there? Stone Street. It was Stone Street, but the, not the, the, one, you not the one. So the one I brought was a higher level one, but the one I had an aha moment was the estate. And that's probably a $60, $70 bottle locally. Right which we have decided to bring in because i really just fell in love with mm. it like it was just an amazing bottle and it was so it's like sometimes you'll get that from a properly stored properly decanted wine where you just get like right you just want to keep drinking it because you mm -hmm. just it's that good yeah and wine and whiskey are very or i should say bourbons whiskeys scotch they're all very similar in that you need to let it breathe a little yeah. bit especially aged uh, right. products one way to cheat in in the whiskey world is to you know just a little bit of water just a little open bit up. to open it up you know just yeah. to give it the oxygen through the water mm -hmm. you can't do that with wine though mm -hmm. unless you're in the philippines and you go oh my God. <laughs> can, I, can you put some uh, ice in the uh <laughs> in the glass yeah <laughs> and like guam i mean this is not room temperature Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I always tell people that room temperature that they're talking yeah. about is like in the in 60s. In California, like in Napa. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of so there's a lot of people when we do like our wine tasting and stuff, they'll ask for like an ice cube or whatever. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it's what they prefer. Like I exactly. said, wine is so subjective, you yeah. know, like there's no judgment here. But like the better way to do it is to um, freeze some grapes, grapes mm -hmm. and then just stick it in because the grapes aren't going to, I mean, the grapes will get warmer mm -hmm. and bring the wine up to right. a better temperature or lower to a better temperature but it won't dilute the wine mm -hmm. yeah well you know i cheat a little bit i put it in the fridge a little bit and then yeah. I, I take I it out that's a very yeah. asian thing though yeah. I put, yeah. they, and, the, and the japanese they like yeah. chilled red wine that's a very well i don't asian i mean thing. i don't chill it to the point that it's like you know cold, cold. I like to just bring it up to about... But that that's very true. Like, yeah. after you decant a wine, if you put it in um, a refrigerator, like, not yep. the freezer, but the refrigerator for maybe 10, 15 yep. minutes, that'll it brings be the, it to perfect the perfect temperature. serving Yeah, temperature. that's when you, you use those um, infrared uh, temperature things. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a little extra. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's 65. But it should be, like, 55? Or but the aerator, too, Yeah, helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are some wines, like, I, I have the funniest story. We did a wine tasting with really inexpensive wine. Like, right. it was value wine. And it was, like, a favor to the event, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we were doing a liquor bar and a beer bar. But they're like, man, can you just give, you know, bring some bottles of wine? And this girl came up to our bar. And granted, our team was, like, no, they're not very well-versed in wine. And she's like, do you have an aerator? <laughs> And this bottle is probably like $9.99 wholesale. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's very it like it Just was drink meant it. open it up and pour drink it in your it. glass. Right, like right. that's what it was meant for. And the poor guy was like Kim, she's asking for to aerate the wine. I was like, okay, pour it in the glass and just swirl it a couple yeah, of times, and that'll it. aerate it. That'll open it up a little bit because 
this wine is most definitely. <laughs> That's when you get a straw bougie. and you go. And I'm just like. That's when you put a straw in there. And go. I feel like you watched an episode of some like yeah. wine snob, and you're like, you need to aerate all your wines, and you really don't. I mean, no. <laughs> there's some wines, yes, but the value wines, definite. And it yeah. just it just cracked me up, and I was like, girl, how old are you? <laughs> 24 you know but i mean you learn yeah well that's the great thing about wine yeah you can never learn too much you know because every bottle's yeah. potentially oh different gosh. it's like yes. a cigar it's like uh uh it's like a bourbon it's like anything that's that that there's a craftsmanship to it yeah and um and, and there's only the 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 varietals that people know mm-hmm. yeah that are even familiar like chardonnay merlot cab so you late, know, barely late, Pinot Noir, b- right. barely a, rose, you know, rosés. I, I do want to touch on rosés a bit, yeah. just because rosés are my favorite. Um, just, and they are red. They are from a red grape, mm-hmm. correct? My favorite rosés are from Pinot, mm. and the reason why you know red wines get their color is that the skin contact is for weeks, like two weeks or less or right. or a little bit more like nothing more than a month right so with rosés is that it's it's made from the same grape that this pinot is made from but it's the skin contact is just for hours so it gives you that pink that mm. blush hue and the the one misconception a lot of people have about rosés is that they're sweet they're not, not necessarily sweet. I mean, right. I've tried a Syrah rosé mm-hmm. that ha- is very dry. The Pinot is kind of more fruit forward, like there's mm-hmm. honeydew, melon in it, and stuff right. like that. Like those are the flavors you get from it. But rosé is like, if you want a chilled wine that's not a white wine, like you're not a Chard fan, you're not a Sabla, try a rosé. My favorite right. is La Crema rosé or grand moraine rosé grand moraine is an australian i mean um an oregon mm. wine so it's on a hot guam day that's probably <laughs> the best thing to drink. i was drinking that last night at halloween mm-hmm. i've been i've been um trying to explore more blends lately mm-hmm. just just because you know red or white red you know just have you tried conundrum i have yeah i like that Conundrum's that's good. a high alcohol That's a good one. Yeah, no, I like the white is pretty good too. Yeah, I like, I like white. Yeah, so if I see a blend, I go, oh, you know, it's just like, it's like, um, blended bourbon or blended scotch Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's like, it's just interesting, right? It's not like, I only do it when I want to just explore. So if I'm having a cigar Mm -hmm. or um, just whatever, uh, after hour drinks, I'll open the blend. I go, hmm, what is it? You know, it's better than watching TV. You're just trying to figure out what's. I think blends are a that. great um, everyday wine. Yeah. I also think it's if someone wants to kind of get into red wines, um, move up from Moscato's a bit. Please do. But <laughs> yeah. Blends are. Please um, move up. <laughs> I mean, maybe start with a shard, you know. But if yeah. you want to get into reds, try a blend. I feel like a soft blanc is even more like because it's lighter. Sobs though are interesting because they're so aromatic. So. Fun fact, because mm-hmm. I'm a wine nerd, Cab Sauv is actually a hybrid from Sauvignon Blanc and Cab Franc. Mm-hmm. So we somehow cloned together, and that's how we got Cab Sauv. Wow. So Mixed I, I, breed. I say this, if you're a Cab Sauv drinker and you want to try or a Pinot white, Grigio. Mm, okay, Italian. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. That's what I. I mean, you like Pinot Grigio? I do. I like that and a and a Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, there are some, mm-hmm. but I mean, there are some that are too sweet. Yeah. But I like I like good a white spaghetti. crisp wine. It's very acidic, I would mm-hmm. say, right? So mm-hmm. it gives you that very like, um, I don't know, like you feel it right, like right under your jaw, right like here. that's where you feel it. I, I think the that's puckery. Yeah, it's very where you start to pucker that umami. Mm-hmm. So, you know? Kim, what what Malbecs do you guys carry? If any. We do have a Coppola Malbec. I mean, Malbec's not really big here on Guam. It will be. Mark my words. For you? <laughs> it you, will have be. You tried three years sh- late. <laughs> have you tried a Shiraz? Yes, I like Shiraz. So well. I only like Australian Shiraz because it has mm-hmm. that peppery, that spiciness. Yeah, that's what I that's like. like the Chilean ones too. Peppery. Yeah. I like very spicy wine. You need to try. Like your women? Um, like my women, like my whiskey. <laughs> Spicy. Oh, that's why I like Jack. It's it's a spicy whiskey. You need to try the Derenberg Dead Arm Shiraz. That is an amazing Shiraz. Okay. And then, like on that note of Australian wine, um, I think after you go to Moscato, you go to Riesling next. But it's interesting that there can be bone dry Rieslings, and then there can be super sweet Rieslings. Mm-hmm. So Rieslings is like Rieslings are a step up from Moscato. Right. And then you go into shard, which can be very fruit forward or buttery and oaky. And then there's Gewurztraminer. Isn't that sweet too? I've never tried a Gewurzt. I can't even pronounce it. Yeah, and those, I, I, and I think they're that's, German. That's a German. <laughs> I think that's a very German grape. But it's, it's but also sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they all went to jail after World War II. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's a lot. I mean, how many varieties Kanye. are there? Yeah. There is a lot. There's a lot. I can't even. I have a wine folly book that kind of gives you like a brief description. And anytime I do wine pairing tasting, why don't you do the sommelier course? I don't got time for that. Do it, girl. (laughs) Psalms are interesting, though. Like they, like I, I personally don't have that palate that can pinpoint Mm. whatever flavor. I can just say this is a very good wine or this is a very not good you know what i mean like i i don't try to get into those nuances but psalms can pinpoint the year yeah that's crazy like those master psalms i mean there's even like psalm competitions where you'll get a magnum of champagne right and you have x amount of glasses to pour and it has to be a perfect pour across the board Mm. so you have and you cannot go you cannot go back right like so you have to pour right the first time so once you lift your bottle from that glass pour right. it has it. to be perfect and they can do it like blindfold like Lordy. they can do it like it's like, like they're looking at the back of their hand so it's it's crazy how these how talented these psalms are so i have a question for you both because you deal in the wholesale of wine right wholesale and retail wholesale and retail um and i have a problem with this but lately i've i've gotten uh, better because i have been out of the game for for a while but when I was in the game, meaning I was buying wholesale, when I go to a restaurant and I see brands I know, particularly, and I see the markup. Price. It's, it's amazing, right? It makes you go, oh, it's I just can't get myself there's to buy some, that, I mean, but even there, though I like that. But, there, but there, that can go both ways. Yeah. And I feel like our the way we look at it, because I know, I know that the, some of the distributors 
on-premise, off-premise. They have right. certain ones that they, they got certain do. labels. But you, there's people like you who right. like I can buy this at the retailer for whatever price. And then there's the other ones that are looking at a wine list and they're like, I don't know any of these. I'm right. just gonna go with the Kendall Jackson because I know it's good. <laughs> I know the brand, and I'm gonna and pay. It's always amazing, right? And I'm gonna pay, <laughs> you know, whatever the markup is yeah. because I recognize it. So. I mean that that's like the thing with with us so we're like hey it's on premise but we carry it too like right. I mean why wouldn't you want to be able to take it home and then pay that little extra because you're you're there you know well some yeah. wines are distinct like they're slated to be on premise right. wines and it, it's mm-hmm. mainly because of house wines for example I mean we don't want the on-premise establishment to say like hey give me a good house and then when people see it on the retail side for x amount of dollars it, right. it's really a turn off to people yeah. because that's yeah, hard to sell actually so it's like we want to protect our on-premise true customers and then there's some wines where we get such a little allocation that it cannot hold stock Mm-hmm. at a retail establishment right so you know it's so it's premise. and 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 by design they don't even have a upc code true mm. on it so it, it's really there's really a whole science behind it I yeah mean. Are, th- are the big guys still doing white label um white label products where they'll give it to a restaurant with um their own label or or some made up new brand for a restaurant uh that was pretty popular. I'm maybe sure about 10, in, a, in 10, 15 in years the ago. Milan, it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I've never. I mean, Whistle Pig, for example, you can have a specific label because you can choose your barrel, but right. you have to commit to X amount of cases from that mm. one barrel. Yeah. Speaking. So speaking of barrels, and we'll probably kind of end in that note. Mm-hmm. Are you big fan of those bourbon barrel? Um, age cabs. Age cabs. Absolutely not. No, but why, why not? I'm not hating on it. Yeah. Um, What's the problem with it? You think? So when things are aged in a bourbon barrel, you know, bourbons are vanilla, car- caramelly. So there's that sweetness level in it. Mm. And when you age a wine in that, those flavors protrude into mm. the mm-hmm. the wine. So the finish is very sweet. I, I personally sweet. am not a fan of wines that finish sweet, although it's very popular here. That's just not my preference. Right. But it's, I mean, it's a growing market. We even brought in a Scotch barrel Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like once, because, you know, they they can only use, bourbons can only use those barrels for X amount of... Bourbons are one time. Mm-hmm. Is it one time? Just one time. That's why it goes to whiskey and Scotch people. Because wine is three times. Yeah. Like you can use a barrel three times and then, but so then it goes to, yeah, you're right. It goes to the Scotch and then it can go to the wine. Um, I almost brought a bourbon barreled mm-hmm. cab but then I was I, I'm such a fan of Joe Wagner that I'm like, let's bring Joe stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it, it does have a sweet finish, so it's easier on the palate. Yeah. Um, it's not. I I don't hate it. It's just not. It was something. very different. For I mean, the first time I had one, I was like, oh, this is. We have terrible. quite a few. We have um, Behringer Brothers. Yeah. We have 1924. We have Robert Mondavi Private Select Bourbon Barrel. So it's interesting, but it's just um, it's it's not my palate. Yeah, I was like, I, I've grown, what's the best word, accustomed to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, I have a friend that brings it quite often mm. to the house when we have... Behringer Brothers? The Behringer CR, Brothers, yeah. No, it's Steel and something. Oh, Steve's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and Steel. Must, have, must be terrible. Slave and Steel, right? Whatever it's called, yeah. Okay, so the first time Try I drank... Try the 1924. <laughs> uh, the first time I drank it, I was like, oh, like I, I'm not enjoying this. But I drank it anyway, right? Because mm-hmm. it's alcohol. 
And that, we don't discriminate. <laughs> and uh, your palate does adjust. Like after mm-hmm. a while, you're like, okay, I can. It's acceptable, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like uh, your spouse. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> right. And then yeah, then after a while, but I don't. I don't actively seek bourbon wines like bourbon barrel wines but i do find that as an interesting thing just because of the um the logistics of it also bourbon you can only use an oak uh, barrel once Mm -hmm. and then after that it's got to go to whiskey or scotch so scotland gets a bunch of this stuff yeah like the wild turkey um barrels go to glen grant right and 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 i it's for me it's like the old you know um Ate or uh, Tito mm-hmm. uh, grill, you know, where that one griddle's got like fish yep. and hamburgers and everything else yep. under the sun cooked on the same thing. And every, all the flavors are just <laughs> All the flavors. Yeah, I'm like, it. this hamburger just tastes so, so whatever. <laughs> and I get that part of it. But yeah, I think for wine, um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's new. I mean, I understand why they're doing it because of sustainability and all that, but... Um, it's something I think it's going to be a growing sector because I think you've got bourbon guys that don't drink wine too much and you've got the other way around mm-hmm, yeah and it's it's you know like anything it's marketing so um, I'm slowly getting into that but I'm more of a purist I like I like my wine wine and I like my bourbons bourbons yeah and, you know. it's interesting like those wine barrels I mean like Jackson family, that's Kendall Jackson, La Crema, Murphy Good, Freemark Abbey. They actually own a French oak stave. I don't even know what it's really called. But those barrels, it's like 1,500 euros to make one barrel. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then they can only use it three times. Mm-hmm. Once, once that third batch of wine is done, they're like, do you guys want barrels? Like, so that's why there's so many barrels. Display up. barrels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's interesting too. Like, um, some wineries are um, looking into doing concrete barrels. So I saw this like tulip shaped really? concrete um, vest vessel to hold the wine and age right. the wine. And it's crazy because you know concrete's porous and mm-hmm. whatever, so it's it gives a different level. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you get your vitamins, you get your minerals. minerals. It's it's sure. interesting, and then like in 2020 you, they had you all shit the Hawaiian hard rock. <laughs> <laughs> in 2020, how they had all those California fires, right? So right. you know all the wineries that weren't affected by the fires, you know they harvested, right. they did what they got to do, they vinified the wine, right? They went through the whole process. Two years later, for the Reds, when they opened it up, tried it, tried to start blending it, whatever, it was all smoke taint. Mm. So a lot of Napa and Sonoma 2020 Reds, Smoky. it will be hard to, to find. find because they harvested the white the white grapes before the fires mm. happened. So that's why sometimes the price of these Napa and Sonoma Reds are going up. It's because... They, there is a whole year where they have no wine. Yeah. So we can't blame Trump or no, or Biden. No, it's the fires. It was just the fucking fires. But like yeah. below, like further south, like the Santa ba- Santa Barbara, the Monterey, you'll find reds. Yeah. From there. So do you think Guam could grow wine at some point? I believe so. Our there is. There are vineyards in every state of America. Mm-hmm. There. I mean, right. I think it's just someone 
willing to do it, yeah. put in the time in and the effort. Mountains. Yeah, like I in mean, Windward Hills. Because lamb, wine, lamb, like <laughs> it, it grows under the harshest condition. Like right. think of like Burgundy and Bordeaux, where they have those harsh winters and whatever. I mean, right. they're growing when there's like snow. I mean, California's a desert, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's possible. I think someone just needs to try it. Mm. I personally am not that person to try <laughs> it, but I rather open one and drink it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys carry any Paso Robles wines yet? We don't. Um, any reason you haven't I think ventured there? Just some of our suppliers haven't, like the suppliers we work with, I don't think they have one. But I mean, mm. Paso Robles is a, I mean, I think it's a growing wine community yeah. or a wine area. Um, but majority of our suppliers are from the Santa Barbara, um, Monterey mm. area, and yeah. the Napa and Sonoma. So, right. It's not something we're not against. It's not something we're against, but it's just I don't think we've been offered the right. We should do a familiar fam trip, as they call it. familiarization trip, right? Mm-hmm. Marv, I'm already there. Set it just up. Tell me when you want to. Kim go. and I will get on the uh, <laughs> first flight. You guys are always there. And we'll go right up, and then she can explore <laughs> this the girl. I am on a plane coming back <laughs> home, and she is drinking with my first cousin. I'm like, and hey, he calls me. What's up? Calls me down. on when I'm on the plane because. You know, now on United, yeah. you can do WhatsApp, yeah. right? And I'm like, I said, I'm on a plane. He's like, Oh, Marv said you're in California. Are you coming to San Diego? And I'm like, I'm heading to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> By the way, I, I have mixed feelings about that free messaging on United. Why? Because on one hand, it's nice to tell your kids, Hey, I'm, you know, in the middle of Pacific. Yeah. Uh, I love you. If the plane drops, I love you, yeah. right? Holy shit, cause. But then, <laughs> but then, but a then, bit morbid, but okay. Yeah. But then, like, clients that know. Oh, yeah. Like, hey. You're on a plane. Yeah. I know you can get this fucking message. I know. <laughs> and I go, yeah, but I can't open pictures and I can't send you pictures. You can't download stuff. So, yeah. sorry. They're like, spend the $10. It's not even good. It's not even no, reliable. Right. right. No. I, I, can, I can watch any porn on it. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. All right. With that, <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even talk about the color, the oh, smell. What, what color? Oh, oh, I already drank it. Sorry. Me too. I, I downed it. It was so okay. it's, it's a, good. It's, it's an easy cab. That's an easy cab, actually. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Okay. You know, I've, I've failed as a host. Uh, I'm going to pour myself another. another. Yeah. So it's a deep gar- gar- garnet, gar- right? It's a deep, yes. deep, deep color. Do you smell dark cherry? I do. I did. Do you smell a little cocoa, butterscotch? I do smell butterscotch. And this do you is like an the, interesting spe- one. Eucalyptus? Bu- I don't get that, but I get the. I do get a little butterscotch. So butterscotch, right? I didn't get one butterscotch candy in Halloween. Like my kids <laughs> didn't get any. Remember, remember <laughs> when those cheap Werthers? Yeah, but remember or no, the yellows. Yeah, yeah, you remember Brocks. When, yeah, Brocks. Remember those? Did were anyone yes. bring Brocks out? Brocks Obama. Yeah. I think. I think. <laughs> Brocks Obama. I think. I think Payless has Brock. Yeah. Wow, this is an interesting food pairing. It says pork schnitzel. Pork schnitzel. With cream spinach. What's a schnitzel? Snout? It's a German thing. It's like a sausage. Oh, right? sausage, yes. Schnitzel. That's um, right. Braised short ribs, steak. Mm, yeah. Hearty pasta. This is an easy cab. It is. I can do it. It's like the cab for the non-cab drinkers. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Okay, so I, I know you don't want to talk about price because price always changes, but... As as yeah. of today, November first. What's about the retail on? The- yeah, that's probably forties to fifties. 
the cab. The cab. Yeah. Uh, quilt. What about the Pinot? This is retail price, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Pinot. Actually, yeah. I think all of these are probably around the same price point. They taste it. They're easy to drink. Yeah. So the twelve dollar bottles are really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so or they're very like um, acidic. Not acidic. That's a why, good like, wine when word. my family buys cheap wine, I'm like, you can't do it, fam. Cannot. I know. I have a very very picky palate. Right. Now. Although, it's like so I said, distinguished. I, uh, like <laughs> right? I said, it's 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 fun to find them though. True. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, I go to like Aldi or grocery outlet in the states, and the right. wine is. so so cheap. Okay. Trader yeah. Joe's. Sometimes you can find some good I, I stuff. I think, yeah. I've, I've Trader told, Joe's. I've told this. Like, not the two buck Chuck stuff, but just like, you yeah. know, you'll find yeah. a good bottle and they're pretty good. Yeah, I've, like I've, the La Crema stuff in California is only like, I don't want to say, but I, I, yeah, I've told more this, affordable that I can drink it every I've day. I've told this story before, um, you know, I, I back in the that. days when, when I had restaurants and stuff and I would travel, I would always pick up two or three bottles of wine, you know, from... Just stuff that wasn't available. Doing what you were doing now, back mm-hmm. then, um, but not in a big scale. Right. I would just pick up, you know, a couple of bottles. I always buy three of the same things, right? Because oh, that's interesting. There's yeah. South African wine, whatever. Ooh, Ooh. South African wine. Yeah. That was Ooh. that story. Of I, South yeah, yeah. African so wine. I'll drink. I almost brought a South African <laughs> yeah. wine, but okay. So I'll drink one, just for my own pleasure. Hate it, like it, whatever. I'll have one for sale, and then I'll have one more just in case, and so in case I like it, mm-hmm. right? And I remember the the ones that would sell most is the ones that tasted terrible, because mm-hmm. I would tell my cust- my clients at the restaurant, you know, and R.I.P. Delmonico, it's it, it saw his last day a couple days ago. Oh yeah, um, I know. And uh, I would go to my customers, and they go, "Hey, I picked this up in Manila." Uh, South African wine, whatever, 2015 or whatever it was. And they're like, oh, well, how was it? I go, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like the worst wine I've ever had, this particular one. And uh, they're, like, oh my, they're like, oh, my God, we need to try it. <laughs> because what kind, what kind of friends are you hanging out with? Because no, if someone be- told me a wine was terrible, I'd be like, yeah, well, I believe you. Pass. Well, I no, believe well, you. Because, because I don't want to prove you wrong. Yeah, because what you said earlier, it's subjective, and it's so they're subjective. so curious. They're like, I want to taste they how wanted to try them terrible it is. Because why? One of the things that we all, as wine drinkers, want to say is, "Oh, I've had that, and it's terrible. <laughs> Avoid it." I'll be like, "I heard it's terrible. I've never personally tried it, yeah. but but that doesn't have the same weight as." Yes, I heard it was terrible. I ordered it. I drank it. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. So, you entrepreneurs listening, there is a opportunity out there to sell terrible wine. Just mark, make sure you market it as the world's most terrible wine. I think we would lose our suppliers if we said that. <laughs> I know, right? I know, but right? Hey. So, you can get these, uh, these fine quilt wines, Chardonnay, Cabernet. Over at uh, Payless. Payless and <laughs> the wine cellar sells, particularly because we just got these in. But yeah. And uh, Bella Gloss. Bell Gloss. Oh, Bell Gloss. Sorry, I'm I'm Chamorro. <laughs> Belle. Belle. <laughs> Belle. Belle. All of it. All, All of it. it. Okay, good. And when does that sale start? 
It's a, a one day sale this year. It's usually one the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah, so it's November 19th. Uh, mm. I think it's going to be one to five. We're still working it out. It's the stock up sale, people. Yeah. So it's at right. the mall? Or no? No, no, no. Oh, shit, the mall's not there. The mall opens. I, I don't know. January or something like that? Something like yeah. that. Mighty? Mighty so, and Oka. So I've got my, um, I, that, well, I'm not technically married, but I got my in laws coming first time in Guam really? with all the family, extended oh, family. Wow. Where are they wow. from? Yeah. For the holidays? Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Christmas. Oh, so I think I'd like to get this Cabernet. So can you yeah. save me a, yeah. a box or something? Yeah. Not box wine, but, you know. <laughs> the 19th. The 19th. The 19th. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Uh, anything else to add, ladies? Uh, martini. Are we going to do a martini one? I think we Next, should. Or, uh, we already have the date. Gin vodka. The 10th with Junji because he's got to make the martinis, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we have it scheduled for the, you know, three the o'clock. Thursday. About yeah. Jun is he is a very well versed bartender. Like he can do multiple. Like he's he's you know there's some bartenders that make a great whiskey cocktail. Right. I mean he can do it all. Mm. He can even do the sweet stuff we used to drink in our twenties. Those cotton candy martinis. I was, I was like. The GHR thing? Yeah. I felt that his talent was uh, misused there, don't you think? Because it was more... I, I didn't try those. Yeah. I was like, I had one just to have one. But I was like, I kind of want the dirty ones. <laughs> I do like a good dirty martini dirty with martinis. a little bit of a lemon lemon twist in there. I love a dirty martini. What, are you, are, what are you doing, Marv? Are you, are you texting friends no, and family? No, my, What's... my daughter's calling me. She's probably checking if you're okay, but... Oh, no, no, no. I was going to go to venue, but there's like a fundraiser or something. Oh, this wasn't yeah. a bad... I only it, brought three today. It's political yeah, yeah. season. Yeah. So what was your favorite today, Marv? The Shard. I, I actually... No. Ooh. I mean, the Shard was good, but I... You know what? I, I This cab... It's and a sea. Yeah, very it's, approachable. It's very, very approachable. Yeah. Mm. Try it. It's that's, good. That's what Joe does, This is a though. nice... This is a nice... Thanksgiving holiday mm-hmm. cab. Mm, yes. He's very unpretentious with his wines, mm-hmm. though. He makes his wines very approachable. I mean, maybe sometimes the price is approachable, but <laughs> the, the no. But you'll be happy with it. Well, yeah. I mean, the, like I said earlier, the quality of the bottle. Mm-hmm. This is not like a piece of paper sticker. This and is the shard a, is good. It's not printed. heavy. It's it's yeah. just a nice mix for a great gift, guys, for December. Yeah, exactly. Christmas. If it's you don't know nice, what to give, nice label, nice packaging. Give some of these quilt. I love to get alcohol for Christmas. It's the best (laughs) gift ever. How about you, Kim? What's your favorite of the three? You know... I know it's hard. um, It's like they're your three kids here. I think the Bell Gloss. Bell Gloss. I've always been a fan of Bell Gloss. We carried it several years ago, and then we kind of stopped. Mm -hmm. And then I think we just recently picked it back up. So I was always a fan of Bell Gloss. And I just... I love the names, like Carkin Telephones for the Cross Street, Mm -hmm. Dairyman's for... It's got a great marketing story. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and... um, you guys, if you're a TikToker, follow Joe, the the wine guy or winemaker. He's hilarious. And you'll learn. Yeah, he did a TikTok on how to hold your how wine glass. <laughs> it's and actually it's, funny. Yeah. So which one are you? Um, correct. We are the correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, okay, no, okay. So what's the evolution of you? What did you start with? 
Wine-wise? Yeah, how did you hold it first I initially? I always held the stem. I, I you, never Were you one held... of these uh, cradlers? No, I, w- I would hold the glass, but the only reason why you shouldn't hold the glass is because the temperature for right, your fingers your will affect will, the yeah. temperature of the right. wine. Like, that's why that's the it, There's just right. such a sense. And that's so. the same thing as holding it like this, cradling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got the people that hold the bottom of the, the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, what did he call this? Pretentious? Yeah. <laughs> And then you get the stem. Then he had it in his back pocket as a redneck. No, <laughs> He's exactly. funny. So I, I personally like stemless for for the house, just because yeah. it's less. It's manly. Well, and it doesn't break. That's the problem. That's true. I've true. got kids that wash my wine glass. You know. I think you need. And to you're also not supposed to soap your wine glass. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're just supposed to Hot rinse water. it. Water. Just your rinse decanters. It. I just learned this. You're supposed to. Um, you know, because it's always just, you're always just going to fill it with wine. Mm-hmm. So you take those like little steel balls and then you just pour it in with water and whatever. And you just oh. like slush it around because it, it'll kind right, of scrub right, right, it. Right, right, right. I mean, you can buy that at the hardware store, but definitely no soap or whatever. And then a lot of times too, if you're drying your wine glass with like a a use, not not so much a use, but a towel you've been using to dry other things, mm-hmm. that'll affect like, so when right. you smell. Just like Manang's uh, grill. Yeah, 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 just right? like, like your grill. <laughs> My grill. It's like, oh, there's some fish in but here. I feel like with food, it's more acceptable. I smell a fishy uh, <laughs> the flavors. The putang shit. With wine, it's kind of. No, yeah, you got to air dry it, and I mean, unless you, unless you're a soaker, which some of us are. We, in other words, people that just put glass and dishes and in the sink and let it soak. I'm always of uh, of the of the person that if I have a drink and I'm finished, I just rinse it out real quick and wash it and wash it, it and let it dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're gonna drink the same thing in it, I don't know. It's your own house. I feel like though with COVID, everyone just went extra. <laughs> so I'm so glad it's over. It's done. Yeah. COVID is finished. <laughs> well, Kim, thank you for bringing you, us Kimmy. these uh, high-quality really wines. Good. Um, it was educational to learn about the quilt brand and yeah, Bell Gloss. Is that? Like am that. I saying that right? Yeah. Right. For Grandma Bell, Grandma, Grandma Bell, Bell Gloss. Right. Clark and Telephone Company. <laughs> we learn something every day, right? And yeah. so uh, we'll we'll expect you next time for the Martini episode. Yes. And uh, until next time, it's this is Drinky. 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 Drinky time. See you, everybody. Thanks, Guam. Adios. Cucksucker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>